Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 74 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. Is it switching back and forth? I, I made sure of that this time. I did. I right, 100. Cool. Yeah. So uh, we're good there. We're good there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're like five minutes late, guys. Everybody yep. who's maybe watching right now. Yep. Some technical technical <laughs> difficulties, as always. <laughs> as usual so and this I mean, time it's, I, it's always something yeah and this time i actually had set up uh you know i'd done the work beforehand so i it's a, it's a little annoying that uh i, I know that just, yeah. like i it sucked like when my computer crashed out of the time that was the worst that was the worst so that was probably the worst but uh it's, it's another week another week another show episode number 74 it's exciting that is exciting. Uh, I did do a bunch of uh, pre-work for the show, but most importantly, my I did watch. Uh, I did watch the professional football match that just ended. I I didn't watch it, but I saw the score. I will but say I, you that, were saying you weren't even sure you're going to be able to start on time if the game went over. No, I I changed that. I changed my tune on that. You did, but you did say that it was said. You can't take it back. I, but I, I did take it back. That's it's. Uh, I said I know, that. Like, I mean, you can say that you took it back, but it's much like the internet. Once it's out there, it's already happened. You can't. There's no going back. I guess. Real I life. Don't know. Real life. So I, I did say that, but I also said much later that it would be better if I just I recorded it and or just left the game, came up here, had you watch it, and then you could like spoil it. That for was me. my suggestion, but I don't have any apparatus here. I don't even know how. Like, is it on like broadcast or what? Yeah, you can stream it on NBC.com or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So um, I have this new setup here, so I'm I I'm, I have to use because I have extended monitors and they're actually going in different directions. So I keep scrolling right to, to go up here or like to this one. Oh, or yeah, like they're like positioned wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. annoying. I hate that. It's actually, I would say that they're positioned correctly now, but be, <laughs> but I had done it incorrectly the first time and I just got used to the incorrect setup. <laughs> it's like you scroll down and it like comes to the top of the left monitor or something. <laughs> no, it should it should go like like but 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 like essentially left to right with the Does monitor it noises but 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 yeah 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 this it does it goes that's actually a a very specific um window setting it's called the the putt putt uh mouse setting if you yeah the putt putt i feel like that would be a kind of cool like virus to give someone every time they move their mouse it went yeah yeah um so anyway, the, the, of course, I'm in a lot of fantasy football leagues. I did all my drafts last week. I think we talked about it. And then, of course, I I happened to run into – I played a team that had both um, – essentially, he had uh, Rob Gronkowski and uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers' number one uh, draft pick and uh, number one wide receiver. Uh, and they scored a garbage time touchdown. The Steelers scored a garbage time touchdown. And of course, that guy caught the pass. Oh, really? Hey, Brown. Speaking of draft stuff, did we didn't get last week about uh, oh, shoot, I forgot his name, the Deflate Gate guy. Oh yeah, Tom Brady. He played today. He threw four. I know. So he played, but you were saying for fantasy drafts since like. He was totally suspended, and then he like overturned it like last second. Like 
and you, no one was going to draft him. He was super low, but then now those people like have him, and he's super good, right? That yes. seems like way annoying for fantasiness. It is really annoying, and uh, this happens a lot. Um, but you know, with injuries and whatnot, and suspensions. This is, and... I mean, injuries are understandable, but like, no, it's so the last, no, last year even worse. Like Adrian Peterson was was a, like a number one draft pick, and he got suspended for the entire year because he hit his kid. And then Ray yeah. Rice was like maybe a top, like a third round draft pick, and he got suspended for the year because and or whatever because he punched his knocked his wife out for domestic abuse. But that's so, the opposite because you pick them thinking they were top, and then they fall out later. Well, I, I guess this is like where you don't pick them because they're not supposed to play, and then they actually come in. It's the opposite. Yeah, this, well, I guess my point is it's the same thing, and it has to do with the value of the draft. And yes, th- this happens all the time. This happens all the time where players are suspended for four games, then a draft happens, and then they go into arbitration, and that four-game suspension becomes a two-game suspension. Or, for instance, this year, uh, uh, Arian Foster of the Tennessee Titans was um, was it was injured, and yeah. uh, and he, they were like, oh, he's going to miss like half the year, and people were drafting him way low, and Adrian, Arian Foster's like a top five, top seven running back in the league and yeah. he was injured and and then like like a week ago they were like he may miss three ga- uh four games less now and then today i saw a report two games he may even be ready for for um game two so like essentially those people also got a good deal because he the, like oh, they were coming in way earlier than they would have expected right so th- there's a lot of uh like luck that go obviously there's a lot of things with luck that go into this so, but yeah, I ran into someone who had both Rob Gronkowski and uh, Antonio Brown, and uh, not to go bonkers or whatever, but I, I think I'm losing by 500 points. <laughs> that and, sucks. The, and that guy has only first game too. Well, I mean, he only had two of his players go. That's the crazy thing, and and he's and a lot of he's like a, a perennial champ and every he's in a couple leagues this guy and i feel like i always run into him when he has his best week yeah. always always <laughs> so and this is week one and i'm not joking i'm let me just i'm just gonna quickly look at his his and some story. real numbers yeah some real numbers i'm fairly certain he's that he scored like 55 points in this just with two players oh i take that back i take that back 40.7 points with two players that seems like a lot. Screw that. Yeah, dude, a nor- like a high sc- like a high score, like a really good high score would be probably something like um Oh, I'm I sorry. I take that back. He had 53.7 points. Oh, that's even know- higher. You just went above and below your original estimate. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because someone who dislikes him so much named their team his last name. They really? Him, yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. So I looked at the one that named it Team Hutter. So an, inf- an infamous fantasy football player. Do you actually yeah. know who it is? Yeah, I do. I know him. They actually call. They used to call me the New York. They used to call me the New York Dan Hutter, and they used to call him the Boston Pete. It's because they they said we were very similar. Therefore, we must be arch nemesis. So yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he he scored fifty three point seven points with two players. That's redonkulous. That's ridiculous. And like a normal good score, like for a week, would be like 120 points. He already scored more than a third of that with only two two of his players. So <laughs> I'm I'm clearly going to lose this week. Clearly. So anyway, uh, back back to the nonsense. Sorry, we went we went deep into fantasy. I was football. I brought it up. I was interested. 
Yeah. So I know way too much about fantasy football. Way too much. I could probably do a separate podcast about it, but I would never waste. There is one going on, right? There is a number of fantasy football. I mean, with uh, in the soon to be named network. No, there's not. Oh, they just were doing the fantasy thing, right? Yeah. Did you make your picks? Did you do it? I didn't do it now. Ugh. I think I did my picks, but I'm not 100 percent sure either. I'm gonna have to go in and check. It would be totally random. I mean, I like don't really. I don't. I I think that's. I don't know how that's any different than Leonard's picks. Leonard knows nothing about football, and he makes picks. <laughs> so anyway, how was your weekend? Because it was a long weekend, as you know. Oh yeah, I forgot already. That was. I, it was good. I went to my friend's wedding. It's crazy. Like it rained way hard just for a second with thunder and stuff, but that was like right as I was walking to the wedding. But um. Yeah, it was really fun. Congratulations, Charles and Victoria. It was a really great time. And they also had a brunch at their house the next day. And it also was the first Jewish wedding that I went to. So they did the whole like glass breaking thing and like the chair thing or whatever. You know, all that junk. Right. Got it. Cool. So if I, I did make my picks. Just so you know, I, I did make my picks, and I did correctly pick the New England Patriots to do the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I'm um, sorry, back to the – I just had to double-check because that would be embarrassing. We get invited into a podcast league, and then none of us participate. That would be sad. So, anyway. <laughs> I was already um, not going to do it, so. So, anyway, did they do the whole lifting of the chair? Did I miss yeah, that? Yeah, they did. The dance the thing or whatever, yeah. Did they, did they smash the glass on the ground? Did the smashing glass thing. Did, stepped on it. Yeah, stepped on it. Yeah, it was it was fun, and I got a an, an inscribed yamaka. It's my only yamaka for their wedding. It's not my name. It's like you know their wedding thing, but <laughs> okay. I was gonna say they gave everyone personalized yamakas because that no, would be really personalized. I mean, they were inscribed with like Charles and Victoria wedding day or whatever, something like that. Are you gonna use it for like a hat for Jeff, maybe? Or oh, I didn't even think of that. Or maybe a uh, like a like you could put two holes in it and put a string around it, and you could use it as a thing to cover your mouth when you're doing drilling. Ask. <laughs> these those are very creative uses of yamakas. <laughs> Would that be uh, like sacrilegious or something? I don't know. Uh, are you Jewish? No. Well, I mean, to them, like, it's, can can something can be sacrilegious to not someone in the religion or whatever, right? Well, I mean, that brings up that whole about that whole lady in Kentucky. So Which she's one? the one that didn't want to. Who's so oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, it could be sacrilegious, but it doesn't mean like you can't, shouldn't do it. I'm just saying it is. <laughs> I guess well, you could yeah, call it. Like, it's just like a, it's a thing that's against a religion that you do is sacrilegious, whether or not you care. Right, a yamaska. What? A yamaska. Oh yeah, a yamaska. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I went to San Diego. I went to San Diego. Oh yeah, not... that's awesome. And uh, you have all the notes? I forgot. I have it on the notes. It's, I don't it's, see it on there. It's like seven down. Went to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the uh, had a wonderful time. First time I was there since uh, probably when I was like a teenager, and and my and like early teens, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, something around there. So I I got a, a much better feeling for san diego and uh boy did i love it i really enjoyed it i would move there if there was like a a, like career opportunity there uh, first off the place i would want to live is ridiculously expensive so that would suck to not have to live where i wanted to live but if there was jobs there 
I would move there. Oh, also, if they had lots of water, I would move there. And I mean, not the what ocean. Are they do in the drought too? All of California is in a drought. Oh yeah, but that's like more south or something. I don't know. I guess it's pretty close to LA, right? It's an hour and like forty-five minutes uh, south of LA. Yeah, I didn't close. even I didn't even know they were that close. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, that's kind of the only thing I never. Been, the only thing that I know about San Diego is from NT uh, NTFSSG SUV. I don't even know what that is. It's the TV show, duh. Uh, yeah. Is that like a spoof on NCIS kind of show? It is a spoof on NCIS. I knew it. I knew it. There was just too many damn initials for that to be real. It, it's real. It's a real show. It's not... I think they have like five seasons. No, you know it what I mean. Chick. It has the chick who was the Doctor Who girl or whatever in it. The one who is also the blue chick in... Uh, um, Whatchamacallit? So many veg vegetes right now. I know what you're talking about. And uh and yes, I, I know who you're talking about. And uh I wasn't saying it wasn't a real show, I meant it was a parody and not necessarily yes. So don't pull your panties out of a bunch. <laughs> my uh my drawers. Yeah, pull your yeah, pull your pull your pull your panties out of your drawers. Oh, to uh I mean bring up what we were talking about last week. You gotta believe me now because I do have all of my sin boxers in drawers. I, I, yeah, and I totally forgot that you're a bit OCD, so it <laughs> makes com- it makes complete sense that your sock drawer would look like uh, a, a I don't know a well organized uh, like che- it's almost like a checkerboard of socks, like perfectly. Yeah, it's cool. You can see yeah. where you can pick your socks and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like. W- you walk by my desk and arrange the, the mess on my desk. Why would my, <laughs> why would your sock drawer not be completely arranged in a, such a manner? Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, walking by my desk, uh, a coworker walked by my desk today and he says he listened to the show. He said we, he learned a, f- a new things and he also uses hitting a house as a euphemism. Oh yeah. So whenever he's, yeah. whenever like something, something, uh, Whenever something is going awry, he says, I hit the house. I like that, but I don't like it as much as I like fully deployed airbag. Well, he wasn't listening to the fully deployed airbag. That was a long time ago. I was actually thinking just a minute ago how I can work that into the show now, but the timing hasn't come up yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you you actually brought it back today because you said I'm almost certain you called me a fully deployed airbag. I I know, I I think I did, but like it was, you know, you got to do it on the show. So anyway, fully deployed airbag. We're bringing that back. Hit the house. We have more listeners every day. What are you going to do? Anyway, San Diego is beautiful. It was, yep. San Diego was beautiful. The beaches were amazing. Food was very good. And uh, I would like to go back and I would like to maybe retire there. I really liked it a lot. That's, That's cool. my summation. That's my summation. I that I would live in San Diego. Uh, you probably wouldn't. there. <laughs> It's true, and I, I don't know what it's like in the winter. I don't know what it's like during the El Nino. I don't know if they have mudslides. I don't know if they have forest fires. I don't know the earthquakes, none of these things. I don't know any about anything about it. I just superficially, for three days, I thought it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did have a, a couple things I wanted to do, like Parlance's uh, uh, quick, quick reviews on, but before I get into those, do you have anything else you want to discuss? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I guess not really, but I like how like uh, it sounds like. So I'm going to take over the rest of the show right now. But right before I do everything, uh, do you want to say something? <laughs> That's not what you're saying. But well, I, I was like actually, like I, was, I was actually being courteous because I knew I was going to talk for a little bit, and I wanted to make sure that you got to speak about something that you wanted to talk about before I potentially went on a ten-minute uh, interview. No, no, I love, I love your ten-minute things. Also, Graham mentions on Twitter that you look like you got a tan Diego. Oh I'm... wow! I'll take it. <laughs> I'm also also my wife is uh, away. She's in London right now, so um, I'm rocking some facial hair. So as you can tell, you could nice. you, you could you could you could you could look at my face and you could know when and when and when not my wife is around. Um, <laughs> I have the amount of facial hair I have on for my... the ladies out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it's what like, I meant. That's not what I meant. Being, just check <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> That's actually probably, I mean, if that was like your game or whatever, that would probably be a pretty good signifier. <laughs> my, that would be my game? No, I mean, for anyone. Like, oh. if a chick was trying to hook up with married guys, that would be like a pretty good signifier. Like, you're like well, he does have a ring on, but it doesn't look like he's shaved in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It could be like, you know, that movie, I forget what it was called. It was like the sex that lady was a sex addict and she would she the signal for airplane sex was to go into a bathroom and leave the door open so if the person came in that means that they were interested in having sex with you that sounds you know? like yeah I don't, yeah i don't know if that's real or not but it was in a movie but that could be like the whole thing it it's just like seems like the person would be waiting outside annoyedly right exactly right exactly or what if you forget to lock it and like someone comes in and you're in the middle of taking a dump oh so you're you're supposed to leave it open or unlocked? Unlocked. Well, then, like, someone else would just come in and, like, that that would not work. Well, I'm just saying, that was in a movie. It's not something I created. This is not a parlance <laughs> rule. It's true. But, uh, yeah, no. The thing. Oh, speaking of beards, though. My beard's... I'm trying to grow it out. I'm going to have, like, a big beard. It's getting there. You guys can't tell because I have a black shirt, but it's getting bigger. It's getting there. Matching it is... the... Matching the eye patch. What did I call it? I think I called it. it there's tufts and wisps. Tufts and wisps. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's really tough to say. Like uh, freshers, tufts and wisps. That could, that could be, be like, like my. Uh, that could be like a beard cream or beard oil like <laughs> brand. I was freshers, just, tufts and wisps. I was thinking of more of like a segment on the show. Oh yeah, tufts and wisps. I don't know what the segment would be. Who knows? But it sounds awesome. The Tuft yeah. and Wisp suck. I can't even say it. The Tuft and Wisps. All right. I, so I went um, fishing after work yesterday with a coworker. I, I told this story um, earlier today and, um, and at work. And I thought I would tell it here again for our audience because I thought it was pretty funny. So there's a uh, there's a bridge called the Spokane Street Bridge here in Seattle, and it's what I would call urban combat fishing. So essentially, oh, I, yeah, I believe it. I went there, I think, once with you. I love the sign too that has like what fish are safe to eat and what fish aren't, but it looks like really brutal. Like you know, don't eat this, don't eat this. You can eat this one, <laughs> or only eat this one once a month. Pregnant. Yeah, women. I didn't even know there was like that much of people like 
fishing to eat? Uh, a lot of people fish to eat. I fish to eat because if you fish yeah. not to eat, then you're just wasting fish. But um, yeah, some people catch and release, which is a totally uh, perfectly acceptable concept. But anyway, uh, this Spokane Street Bridge is it's salmon season right now, and pink salmon, uh, right? right now it's pink. There might be some coho coming in, um, early coho, and also a salmon species. But they essentially sit at the mouth of the river and they swim in circles. So you could you're on a bridge over the mouth of the river, and this is like unlike any place else in the entire area where you could just look down and see schools of uh, fish and actually throw a, a lure in there and try to catch them. So yeah. there's very specific rules. And um, one of the things you're not supposed to do is what they call um, like uh, snagging. snagging, which is no snagging. where you see a school of fish, you take your jig and you rip through it and you get them in your tail. No jig you snags. Get... And there's some asshole dudes that that's all they do. They All they care about snagging, they're like, and they're like, man, why am I not catching any fish in the mouth? Huh. Like, I had, I had four fish in the mouth. I lost one because I was actually uh, right at the, right at the, the bridge, right, over, right where the rail comes over, the lure ripped off. I had it in the mouth. <laughs> of all the people I saw, all the fish I caught, and I saw about 100 fish caught in about an hour and a half, not one of them was legal, except for the ones that I had in the mouth. <laughs> They don't yeah, know how to fish. They don't know how to fish. Uh, it's, it's they, you know, the the rule of thumb you think is they had licenses. They all, um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You don't. You could have a license, and you don't know how to drive well and still be a. Yeah, a, no, but I mean, it just seems like maybe they wouldn't. It's possible. It's very possible. So anyway, uh, it's also very easy to snag a fish, even if you're doing it well. And I accidentally snagged a fish in the back by its tail, and because it's literally shoulder to shoulder. Uh, fisherman on this bridge straight across maybe uh, 50 to 70, how would you say, 75 yard span maybe? Yeah, maybe. it's pretty big, yeah. It's shoulder to shoulder and the fish like darts down like like ho- like horizontal or parallel to me but going down. Uh, so essentially the, the uh, crossing people's lines. So my goal was to quickly reel it fast so that I could just stall it and let the people bring up their stuff so I could reel in the fish, right? Yeah. So my the coworker is sitting uh, standing next to me, and he didn't. He was like, "I'll just come this time. Next time, I'll I'll get my license and I'll fish with you." I was like, "Cool." He's like, "I just want to see what it's like," and he was like amazed. And uh, he's standing to my right. I have the fish. My pole is bent, like like almost like a U, like because it's I'm holding. Yeah, I have bent pole. I have a bent pole with a fish that's in the tail, which is like it's torque, right? So it's like really putting up a huge fight. Oh, because it's like swimming in the right direction and stuff. Yeah, it's exactly so. At, at some point, the fish, the hook rips out of the fish. Yeah. It breaks loose. And I go, watch out! And the... <laughs> Just the, like that. Well, it, I didn't even get it out because it happened so fast. The yeah. jig... So you know what a jig is, right? It's like a lead head with the hook on it. And then there's some sort of like either feathers or rubber or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. it's just the whole little apparatus at the end of the string. Yeah. So that thing was, it had a quarter ounce uh, weight plus another quarter ounce weight. So it was essentially a half of ounce. Yeah. And it came flying back. And don't forget, I said my pole was completely bent. Yeah. Also, it's like around 20 feet down to the water on this bridge. That is correct. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't note that. It's like kind of far down. Yeah. Well, it was high tide. So it was probably a little bit less than 20 feet. Maybe it was like 15 feet. Yeah. So anyway, the the hook rips out. The jig flies directly out right towards shore. 
right toward the bridge, right where all the people are. And I don't even have a chance. I go, no, the jig comes flying out. It's and it, I'm watching. I'm watching, and uh, the Max is the name of the of the guy that's with me, and um, who, by the way, was a very very famous uh, Ukra- in the Ukraine. He was a super famous break dancer. He's like awesome. on YouTube. He was the world record holder for spins on his head in a row. What? Without help. Yeah, at one point, I think he was overtaken, but it's insane what he can do. It's amazing. Anyway, he's standing to my right. I go, no, watch it. And the thing comes flying. And I'm not joking. It was like John Candy, I think, in um, in Flash. <laughs> the jig came and it hit it. First off, this is like amazing. Like it could have went way worse. Yeah, the jig like comes, way worse. It's got that hook on it and stuff. Yeah, the jig comes flying and it's like perfectly square hits him like just off center right in his forehead just like <laughs> boink and it just whacks and i'm like horrified i'm like oh my like i don't i'm like is he oh my god oh my god oh my god and i <laughs> i look over and i'm like are you okay are you okay and i'm like and he's like he's like kind of a little bit of dazed and there's like water dripping down his face <laughs> yeah. and, and i'm like where did I, i'm like did it hit you in the eye like, where did it hit where did it hit and he's like no no it's it and then i look like 20 seconds later at it i'm like can i just look and it looked there was a dot like a giant red welt <laughs> right yeah. right above his right eyebrow like a perfect circle like right where it hit it hit him dead <laughs> like square. right direct on the forehead that's crazy right. Yeah, it was crazy, and uh, and then the guy to my left was like, he's like, you need to put on some glasses, man. You're gonna lose an eyeball. <laughs> so anyway, that that was my quick my quick fishing story. So needless to say, he had a good time. He did put on his glasses after that, um, but you never know. I said before we came in, I said, I go, it's urban combat fishing. He's like, I know, that's and like, he's, he's like, why do you need to? Why do you need to wear? A, why do they call it combat fishing? I go because you need to wear a helmet. And I said that as a joke. In this case, I think a helmet would have actually helped him. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there's that. Um, pretty good story. Craziness. Yeah. So and you guys uh, didn't end up like taking anything away, but you had a couple that you reeled up. That's I. I brought. I just missed one. Like it was. If if I were if I had my other rod, like I was using a more bendy rod because I didn't. I, I was too lazy to hook up my more stiff rod. <laughs> yeah. If I had my other rod, I would have had that fish on on the bank, and it would have been I would have been carving it up that at fish night. Would have been banked, dog. Yeah, but because I had my other rod that is more bendy, it's a lot difficult to get the fish up the twenty feet or whatever fifteen feet from the water. Yeah. Because as you're bringing it up, the rod keeps bending, bending, bending. So you have to like literally bring it up. Like, so way. when is the bendy one useful at all? The bendy one's useful for playing it in like the river. So like bringing it to the bank and stuff because it, it has more give. So it's, it's, it's a little bit easier to, to kind of work the fish. Huh? Yeah. But it's, it's not, it's not great for that type of fishing, which is essentially fishing off of an embankment of, of essentially 15 feet. Um, I don't, I don't particularly like that, that rod that much, but I got it as a backup rod when my other rod broke, which it was getting repaired. So, um, but it's sufficient. And I did catch a fish on it, two fish on it this year. So it works. So uh, that's all that matters. And it was relatively inexpensive. So um, like 60 bucks, which is nothing. Yeah, that is really cheap. Yeah. So um, it's fishing, man. So anyway, fishing. Uh, I, I, so I wanted to bring up, uh, did you see that In-N-Out Burgers coming to Portland, Oregon? Oh, really? Yep. That's Portland? Is it like this opening one? 
Just one. And I think they said um, In-N-Out's first Oregon restaurant, and they're expecting it's opening September 9th. So it opened two days uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I think they said something like a oh, 24-hour wait or something ridiculous. 24-hour wait? It's, no, it says here a three- to four-hour wait time for a burger. That was an exaggeration. I just went in and read the thing. I feel it's like the, I was surprised in uh, L.A. too when I went to in and out Like, it was crazy. It was like I waited a half hour or something. So I, when I was in San Diego, on the way back to the airport, we stopped at an in and out burger so, um, so we could get a burger for the wife. And she had one. And the wait was no more than 10 minutes. Not even. I mean, so they make it. They have a wait at all those places. Like, because... Well, they have a lot of locations, right? It's not well, like just a couple. Well, the wait is the in this case the wait was literally just them making the food. There was no line. It was just them making the food. Oh yeah. So it was it wasn't that bad. Um, it's actually not in Portland. It's in Medford. Oh, I don't know. It's in Oregon, anyways. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty big news. I, it's only a matter of time before one comes here to Seattle, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's just okay. So, I wouldn't really care if it did. I mean, it would be popular for a bit, but whatever. But, I mean, dude, there's still wait times at that Chick-fil-A. Really? That's crazy. I mean, I yeah. guess there is only the one Chick-fil-A, though. I mean, like, the Krispy Kreme is, like, the prime example. I feel like that's the number one thing that came here and was crazy and then like got not crazy pretty quick right because right. when Krispy Kreme was here probably like it was at least a year that like it was way busy and it was far too and everyone went there I mean it's a novelty I grew up with Krispy Kreme so I didn't really care I know exactly that's the thing it's like not even that big of a deal I feel like it's the same with in and out like it's it'll be crazy busy just because it's like you know new here same thing with Chick-fil-a like I don't think they're that busy in wherever they're from or whatever. No, I think they just have like a normal business like a Jack in the Box or a McDonald's. Yeah, totally, totally. Speaking of McDonald's, the McDonald's that I grew up very close to, Ooh, yeah, they clo- they're closing it down. Is that bad? Uh, I mean, a lot of memories there, I guess, but it, I mean, it's shocking. I guess it's you- bad for the economy of your neighborhood or whatever, because that means that McDonald's doesn't deem it profitable, which kind of sucks. Well, McDonald's doesn't own any stores. It's the business. It's the. Best. I know still, but they really they totally strategize where they'll open them. That like McDonald's- the whole like the McDonald the the Big Mac index and like McDonald's, like they judge places based on if there's a McDonald's there. Uh, I'm gonna disagree on the Big Mac index and what you're saying right now, and I'm. Also I mean, Big say- Mac index is slightly different, but it's the same concept of mcdonald's totally having really like detailed market plans so this mcdonald's has been there for 40 years so i i could be an instance where the the family that owned it is selling it or just shutting it down or whatever there's mcdonald's rarely go out of business i can't even think of of, i've never even seen an empty mcdonald's like an old like a shell of a mcdonald's that 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 area also has been kind of in the dumps for a really long time. So it makes sense that that possibly happens. Yeah, but I I don't I don't know the full reason behind it. Um, but that McDonald's there is no other McDonald's around there. They did open up like a Waffle House, a Wendy's, and some other junk. Yeah, it's crazy that there wouldn't be no McDonald's. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So That's too bad. I yes. think I mean. 
I don't mind McDonald's. I mean, like, it's pretty good and stuff, but, like, I think it's dumb when places don't have McDonald's. So for those who are from the northeastern Pennsylvania region listening to this show, I am specifically referring to the McDonald's at on Bernie Avenue near Bernie Plaza in Music, Pennsylvania. I'm just giving them some uh, insight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On I, other McDonald's news, yeah, I heard, haven't validated it yet, but they're finally going to have breakfast all the time, which I'm really excited about because I would only get the uh, sausage egg muffin with cheese. I believe that's, that's the best thing at McDonald's. I believe that is confirmed. I didn't confirm it though, but yeah, I believe it because they updated their kitchen equipment and that's what was holding them back before. Uh, I didn't know what was holding them back. I thought it was just like, they didn't want to have to like turn. They didn't want to have to work. I thought it was too complicated to have too much shit. Um, I think that their equipment just couldn't handle like the frying, the both things and whatever. I don't know the details, but I heard it was equi- equipment related. That that's, seems very possible to me because that that's aligns with my working knowledge of the McDonald's is that, well, you know who worked at a McDonald's for many years? Leonard F. Chikarison did. Oh my gosh, what? And as a matter of fact, Leonard worked at that McDonald's that is closing down. Oh man. This you might guys be- should do a memorial there. They should, he should go and uh, uh, spill some uh, orange, uh, was that the orange <laughs> drink and some french fries. I guess, 40. And OE. Um, so uh, I, I did, what, there is some other stories I, I kind of wanted to touch upon first, first but and foremost. Touching stories. Yeah, touching, not not a touching, like heartwarming story. I wanted to just briefly mention. Shows about you touching things? Yeah, I'm going to touch you in the face hard <laughs> with my fist. <laughs> fist touch. Yeah. I, I was going to punch him, but I opted just for a fist touch. <laughs> a hard fist touch versus a punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, there's going to be a Korean Hulk. Oh, yeah, I saw the picture. Like, it looks pretty much the same, but then also Korean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, and I didn't, so uh, Leonard talked about it briefly on um, on the Longbox Heroes, but the guy's name is Amadeus Cho. Is the name Wait, of the... The, the, the guy the, who wrote it or the guy who is Korean Hulk? The Korean Hulk, is his name is Amadeus Cho. That's not a Korean name. Cho is the last name, is Korean. Yeah, but Amadeus? Well, he's American. He's Korean-American. Oh. Do you get it? Do you get it? Now I guess I do. I thought it was just in Korea. No, 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 no. Not like, no, it's actual, like, in the Marvel Universe, like, the Hulk is no longer Bruce Banner. It is now... I thought it's, like, another Hulk. I don't think so. I think it's the actual, like... Wait, so is Thor a girl, then, forever now, too? Well, for the time being, is and they were actually talking about this. I don't think any of the the of the Avengers are actually the people that like Captain America is not not Steve Rogers. Uh, Hulk won't be Bruce Banner. Thor is some woman I don't know the name, and uh, essentially they're all not the characters that we're used to. So it's like a completely like weirded out world of Marvel right now. But it's also cool that the the writer and um, the writer and uh, artists for the book are both Korean. Yeah, it is cool. Well, Korean American, I should say. And but uh, anyway, I mean, wait. Right. Well, what about the movies and stuff? Movies will be Bruce Banner forever and ever, probably. 
Oh, so it's different. Yes, I thought it is they were di- made all that stuff match. Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think they they do that at all. I think it's like, I do think the com- like Marvel does their comic universe to map to ultimately what the movies will be. And also they will remove characters most likely from their main storylines that don't actually can't be done by the Disney Avengers world that are not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're, they're, they're definitely carving out the the characters that they're going to use in their like big events, but they're, they're not, they're not being consistent with, with the characters, at least at this point. I mean, it's very possible that there'll be, they could use like, do you think there's going to be a, Marvel Star Wars crossover in a movies? I don't in anything. There probably already is a comic like that. But since they're both Disney, right? Yeah, but I guess this is a question for anyone who's listening who cares to tell us has there ever been a Disney Marvel Yeah. Also, uh, everyone who's listening, you can tweet us or if it's not like right now also at Fresh and Par on Twitter and we'll uh get back to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you can also go to freshandparlance.com. Um, so yeah. Anyway, Korean Hulk. The uh, I I did by the way. K-Hulk. I gave a the K Hulk. K Hulk. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, uh, I wanted to touch upon. I you know the wife has been away, so I was able to get through the first season of Black Matter and Killjoys. These are two sci-fi originals, like summer. Yeah. Um, and I really like Dark Matter to start because I thought the, the first couple episodes, the premise was really good. Like they wake up on a ship, their brains are wiped and they don't know what's going on and, and all that stuff. And they have to figure out who they are and they start to learn. And they did introduce some interesting things like a spoiler alert one of the characters, this is like a huge spoiler alert. Just literally <laughs> cover your ears. You should just not say it. Oh, what? All right, fine. Then I won't say it. Um, I mean, I'm not going to read it, but like if you're selling this for anyone to read, it's kind of like. It's not a read. It's a, it's, it's a sci-fi TV show. Or the so you show, can, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought Black Matter started strong and ended slightly less strong, but still okay. I thought is it kill- like going to continue? Yeah, it left on a massive cliffhanger. Oh yeah, and then Killjoys, which has a which I was lukewarm on, but I was like, oh, you know, I'll keep going. I kind of like the universe that they're living in, um, and I kind of like the bounty hunter aspect to the show, like legal bounty hunting. Like there's yeah. this, the, this, this, they're called Killjoys, but essentially Joy is the name of the currency there. They call it Joy. That's and, cool, I guess. And they're 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 called Killjoys because they kill for money. So they're called Killjoys. Or Joy. Or for fun, right? It's a double meaning. Ha ha ha. Anyway. Um, but that one started slow, but it had the char- one of the characters from the, t- the characters from the Warehouse 13, which I really liked, who, by the who way, he's the twin brother to Iceman in the X-Men universe. Huh. So anyway, yeah, they look the same. So if you look up Iceman, X-Men universe, and I don't know their names... His brother looks almost, they look, they're identical twins, but slightly different. That's cool. So, so anyway, that show started slow, but I was like, I'll give it a chance because it was there was some kick-assery. There was a lot of good fight scenes. Um, but that show ended really good. Had a very strong finale. Nice. So 
So um, uh, I, 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 what, I finished them both pretty much la like the last two days, and um, I was I, I feel strongly that it's that that they're going to come back and they're going to be good. And oh, I wanted to mention also that uh, wait, what channel are those on? Sci-Fi Network. Oh, both of them. Both of them. Cool. And they were both back to back. I think they both were on Friday nights, like from nine to ten, or from eight to ten, or whatever. They're hour shows. Um. And then uh, two other things. Do you remember I read that book, The Fifth Wave? I don't know if you remember this, but we talked about it, and I totally spoil-alerted it, the whole damn thing. <laughs> I think so, probably. I mean, there's a lot of books, even though it's not like the 54 that you're supposed to get through. Right, exactly. Well, this was the one where it was like an alien invasion, and each wave killed more and more of the population. Yeah. Right? And it, Well, uh, so much for spoiler alerts. Like the book, the movie itself. Like yeah. I, it, I just now realize it's a movie because I saw the trailer on YouTube and I was like, "What? They made this into a movie? Really? This was made into a movie?" <laughs> yeah. And I watched it, and on the on the uh, the trailer, it's a, whole movie? I, it's a whole movie starring. Did you ever see um uh that? Oh gosh, oh forget it. I'm not gonna remember the name of, it, but a Jim Carrey Mc Mc Mc. Mc, McMuffin or whatever his name is, the guy from Jim Carrey McMuffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Continue. Mc, Mc, <laughs> McMuffin or whatever from Superbad when he gets the fake ID. Oh plays, yeah, McLovin. McLovin. He plays a supervillain in another movie where and there's a young character in it, a young female character. I could just look this up, but I'm not going to. I kind of like just the rambling. <laughs> That's like that's my style. That's what I would do. I was once told that um, the least favorite part of someone told me this. Their least favorite part of the show is when we sat and sought out an answer to something we couldn't put our a put pin to, like we couldn't remember. <laughs> they were like, "Could you just avoid doing that and just move on?" So I'm gonna take their advice and move on, but only after calling them out and telling them that we're gonna move on. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh, so oh, anyway, wait, let's not and find out the answer. <laughs> all right, I am gonna look it up right now. I am. It, it made a sequel. It made a sequel to it. It was like a um, crime fighting movie superhero. You've seen it. I don't know if I. I don't think I have. So anyway, but, uh, the, the it has a main act. The main actress in it. It's like um, she's. It's like real people, like real actors and everything. So that's not I like CG or anything. No, it's not CG. Kick Ass is the name of the movie. Oh yeah, I never saw it. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, maybe, I guess. Okay. Well, anyway, the female, the, the character, I think her name is Hit Girl. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz. Hmm. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz. She is in it. And uh, I cannot believe that this movie, be, I can't believe this movie has been made. I cannot believe it. But anyway, <laughs> remember I did, the whole, I did the whole spoiler alert thing? I go, spoiler alert, fourth yeah. wave, spoiler yeah. alert. The trailer, it essentially spoiler alerts. I know, thing. trailers, like, I saw an article about how trailers are, like, totally ruining movies these days. It, it is complete. It's, it literally goes, I didn't survive the first wave, which was, you know, whatever. I didn't survive the she second wave. She just basically wave. explains the whole thing in, like, a little five-second clip. In a 30, yeah, well, two-minute trailer. She goes through the whole waves process. Now, she did leave out, she said we were destroyed by a flood, but she, I don't know if they're going to change that because in the book, they essentially get a giant rod 
and like a huge, really heavy, like meteorite, like giant, huge rod, and just drop it from the from the atmosphere into the ocean, yeah. creating a giant wave. Like aliens or what? Yes, aliens. Oh yeah. It's by the way, the book is ri- ridiculous because they ha- they're definitely high tech, and the fact that they need to sort of like slowly kill the population. Although is- they just do it for fun. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it's like picking wings off of a fly or something. I'm yeah. not sure. So anyway. That's what it sounds like. So anyway, they made that into a movie. Um, nice. Have, have you ever heard of uh, Ready Player One? Yeah, I never saw it, though. It's not a, it's not, it's a book. It's not a movie. I never read it. <laughs> I'm getting books and movies all messed up today. I know, I know. Well, I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> So Ready Player One is uh, going to be directed by Steven Spielberg, and it's Wait, about, what's that about? Uh, a, it, it's well. I'm going to read the quick blurb. When the creator of a popular video game system dies, a virtual contest is created to compare to compete for his billions. A contest users are willing to kill to win. That's the name of the. Oh, um, yeah, that's but, way different than I thought, but I didn't really know. But it's it, it's it's super pop culturey. And it it's like where you go and you like replay like things from the. Hey, didn't 80s. that Pixel movie? That's already out, right? Wasn't that uh, super horrible? I didn't see it, but uh, it was directed by Adam Sandler. Yeah, I know he's talking about Pixel Junk or whatever it was called. But I think it was just called Pixel. It was called yeah. Came and went. Yeah, that looked horrible. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> um. So anyway, the author of that book is yeah. Ernest Klein. I thought Ready Player One, like, I know a lot of people, like, really loved it. <clears throat> and then some yeah, people... Yeah, I it. Did you, you didn't read it? I did read it. So I just wanted to quickly get into this. I, and then I talked to another friend, and he was like, it's a piece of junk. It's a piece of trash. Yeah, it sounds dumb, I think. So anyway, I was like, well, you know what? I kind of like the things he's talking about. It was all about Easter eggs hidden in the game and then getting deeper in, and it was like an homage to 80s movies and all that junk. So I, it like was... Pixel. So it was, it, yeah, but this was probably written before Pixel. So um, anyway, I would argue that Armada, which I was about to talk about, is more like Pixel. So anyway, uh, so the, the, the book was like, I would put it like if you were scale one to 10, I would give it like a five and a half, six. Like, but like not despicable, but not awesome, but just like pretty good. Like good enough to finish and be like, eh. That was pretty but good. So what a, like, what was the tie-in? The tie-in is he has a new novel, Ernest Klein, right? Because every other one hasn't even gone to a movie yet. No, it just came out in novel form, like uh, maybe uh, two months ago. Three Wait, months ago. Ready Player One just came out? No, the his sequ- his novel. He he wrote a new novel. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. But then yeah. I was asking, Ready Player One didn't even get to be a movie yet. No, it's 2017. And then he just released a new book. He just released a new book, and I read it. And oh, what's it called? Armada. A-R- oh, that's Armada that you're just about to yeah. talk about. It is terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> it is the worst book I've read in probably maybe ever. Might be <laughs> that's ever. pretty bad. <laughs> oh yeah, I was asking if you had like a giant eye roll at the end of the. Like the last sentence, like, oh my God, they ended it like that. <laughs> it was more like, ah, I knew the end of this novel 
at page 23. <laughs> so, like, he took all the things that I think he thought people really liked, which was his pop culture bullshit. Yeah. And, like, added that into things. But then he would say, like, he would... He would he would reference something. So the the plot of the movie is that they're getting invaded by aliens. Okay, sounds exactly like Pixel. And they're and they're getting uh there there's a like a there's a video game which is like a training device for unbeknownst to society. There's a video game that's in the market that's essentially a training device. I e the last starfighter. Exactly. So he says like. Oh, it's just like the last Starfighter. That would be funny if this was actually a training simulation. Oh, you just fucking and then they're like, oh, this would be this is just like Ender's Game, and then goes on and does the exact same plot as Ender's Game. Or so it just talks about like it foreshadows and then like, wait, it was exactly like I said that it was gonna be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he 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 tries to be like like pop like pop culture kitschy, like self-referential, but then uses that self-referential, and then proceeds to do this exact same plot device of the self-referenced material, which is terrible, right? Yeah. It's just so terrible. What were the reviews like? People, like, what did people I, say? That's a great question. I have no idea. Let's see. Goodreads. Ever go to Goodreads? I do not. To have not. It's a pretty good I would site. probably just check Amazon, but... It gets three and a half out of five... That those people they need to like, they need to check them. I could never trust Goodreads ever again. <laughs> it's terrible, terrible, terrible book. That's um, pretty bad. But you yeah. finished it. That's cool. It's only like three hundred pages. I read three hundred page books are so easy to read now. After I've read all, all these other books that are like eight hundred pages, nine hundred pages. Yeah, like, three hundred pages. I could read that in like two days. In and yeah. like like three hours of reading or something. So that anyway, like so fast. here, so I'm just going to say, Fresher and Parlance rating, or I should say the Parlance rating of Armada, instead of buying this book, take your $7 or whatever, the $10 for the ebook, take it out, crumple it up into little balls, <laughs> throw them into the street and walk away. You will have had more satisfaction with spending your money. <laughs> That's pretty... You give, you're giving it the crumpled ball rating. It's pretty down there. <laughs> <laughs> the crumpled uh, money rating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, that's, Perfect. that's, that, yeah. So, uh, do you got anything else? Oh, I, I was in a, like, I forgot the tie in, like, when we were talking about the actress in the other movie that you mentioned, because I thought it was someone famous. But, I watched the new Stephen Colbert show yesterday. The first, it was the second episode. I thought yesterday was the first one, but it was the second. But it was super mediocre. I thought. I you didn't see it yet, but I, I frankly I don't think I'll ever watch it. You'll never watch it. No, late night TV to me. I I would rather uh, watch a movie, or I would rather watch another TV show. I don't. I just there's no reason for me to watch late night TV. I'll watch I mean, you don't have to watch it like at the time. Maybe if they have a funny skit, uh, skit that finds its way onto YouTube or the what web. What about Saturday Night Live? I don't really watch that either. I know, but would you go as far to say that you'd never need to watch it again? Saturday Night Live? Um, 
like I said, I don't think I would watch it. I don't. I rarely watch it live. And yeah, if no, I, I'm not live. I wouldn't think. And and occasionally, uh, when there's the good guest, my wife will record it. And if I happen to be in the room, I will pay attention to it. But <laughs> I have not actively sought out a Saturday Night Live, a normal Saturday Night Live episode, in roughly seven years, probably even more. That's really long. Yeah. I watch a lot. Like this last season was really good. I really liked it. I usually watch them like after on online. So, uh, like I said, if there's a funny sketch, I'll watch, I watch the whole thing, not just the sketch. Yeah, I don't have time. Two. What is it? Two hour show? It's one hour, but it's like way shorter when you don't watch it live because there's less commercials. It's definitely not one hour show. It's maybe ninety minutes, but it's not one hour. I think it's an hour. Yeah, I mean ninety minutes with commercials. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe an hour without commercials. Because, like, there's so many commercials when you watch it on real TV. But anyways, the new Colbert, like, I like his new stage and stuff is way cool. But I feel like he's, I mean, it's only a second episode. But he was way more, like, not intense and as funny as usual. I think he had to, like, tone it down for the audience. But I was going to say, his guest was Scarlett Johansson. And, like, uh, I thought that she was way cuter than... That, I mean, than than she was on the show. She looked way different. I can't. I thought I remember that I liked her in some stuff, but she looked like not as good as I thought. Well, that here's the here's my feeling about Stephen Colbert, specifically about his light late night gig. Yeah. He well, was did you ever way, watch the Colbert Report? Yes, and this is my point. The Colbert, the character that he created yeah. on the Colbert Report is way more entertaining and satirical than he could ever possibly be by himself as himself on a late night show playing a straight guy. He's playing himself. I know that's true, but I think that he's like so witty and like has so many ideas that it opens up more things because he can play those kind of characters. Uh, maybe, but... Maybe, though. I mean, it, it'll have to see how it goes. Is why I'm interested in how the show goes. Let me know because I'm not watching. <laughs> so you're anti the show pretty much I'm, I'm pretty much anti all late night shows all of them every single one of them wait so late night talk shows or just any show on late no late night talk shows so okay. fallon just specifying yeah. specifying all right so here, <laughs> let me here let me let me tell you approximately how many times i've watched um jimmy fallon probably 20 times what about and conan the conan on tbs not once but you liked Conan before. I did. I don't. I like all of these people. I think. Uh, I mean, the show. Yeah, but that's when I cared about it, or I had interest in it, and like I felt like it was important. Now I feel like it's not important to me. I could find everything that's I need. But you can define everything in life like that. Well, yeah, I liked it when I thought it was important to me. <laughs> that's well, yeah, basically that's... how everyone can explain all their likes ever. All right, let me explain. Let me explain <laughs> so you're when I'm not interested in it anymore. Let me explain when I what I mean by this is that the internet has has and the 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 ability to get information at at the tip of your finger like a mouse click away about something so that you're, you're watching it for information. Always, yeah. I want to hear what I want to see that performance of that of that that band. I want to oh, hear. I would that... never watch it for the information. I would only watch it for jokes and like you know, just to see you know entertainment. Yeah, so that's I guess my point is that I guess maybe I just don't think that entertainment is useful to me anymore. You just you're not into it. Yeah, I'm just not really into it anymore. I mean, entertainment is never useful. It's entertainment. <laughs>
Right. So how about this? It's not useful. It's no you longer just like it. It's no You're longer. Not yeah. Exactly. Not, not into it anymore. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, so do you know Jimmy Kimmel? That show Jimmy Kimmel. I guess so. I always mix up which one's Jimmy Kimmel and Jim, which one's Jimmy Fallon. Well, there's. I, here's the thing. I'm aware of who does it. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Seth Meyers does Late Night. I don't um, know who Seth Meyers is. And then there's another guy that does that took over for, um, for uh, um, after. Oh, is it the one that's on after the Colbert one? Yeah, the British guy. Yeah, yeah, I saw that yesterday too. It was better than I thought. I watched so, some of it because I was like, who's this guy? I thought he was just like fake opening for someone else. <laughs> no. So I, I've seen some of his bits uh, online, but like there were like celebrities in a car where he sings with them and they talk about stuff. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but I, like I said, I could watch it. I could watch that small bit online with the, the people I actually want to yeah, I mean, like, I would never, I'm not advocating for watching any of it live because I think live TV doesn't really matter. It's just the content. Yeah, I guess. I mean, good. I guess my, my personal feeling is that a late night show used to be probably the pinnacle of a comedian's career. To get onto the Tonight Show, to be the host That's of Tonight true. Show actually meant something. Now, to me, I think the host of Tonight Show is actually not it's like no one cares. Yeah, so you don't care because no one cares. No, I think included I, in nobody. No, I am not including a nobody. I'm including the fact that the ratings for these shows have drastically declined over the last 15 to 20 years to the point where uh, like probably a Twitch, someone's streaming a Twitch feed, which I'm oh, also yeah, not. Yeah. Just like a popular YouTube video can beat it in ratings, basically. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So... You just want to be up with pop culture and it's not pop culture because nobody cares. Right. And I think that's, I think back in the day watching that was those, pop culture. That was exactly. That's right. I can, yeah, I can see that, I guess, but still you're pretty passionate about not caring. <laughs> well, here, here, well, you know what, you know what they say about being a nihilist? What? It's exhausting. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to not care? Jeez. <laughs> um, but, so yeah, that happened. That was cool, I guess. The end, the, his end skit was pretty cool. But I, I'm going to keep watching it. I want to see what you do. I really like Colbert. He's awesome. I, I th uh, by the way, really like him as well. I, and I really enjoyed his other show. But I also like more political humor than I do standard humor. So, so I think that he's trying to do that more in this show. I think he's trying to bring it in is this thing like he's that's what's exciting about it I think is because I think talk shows are dumb and I think that he could change that well if he does change it let me know and I'll watch yeah, it <laughs> I will but because I think he has enough sway and like he already has a lot of people that like him and follow him and he's witty and like is in with things you know but then it's like an, it's a question of whether the people who still watch talk shows will be into that or not because he might lose his audience and then just get kicked off because the people who actually still watch them don't care about any of that. It's Which true. is the whole reason why they're not relevant anymore anyways, because any of the people who did care about any of that stuff are just going to be like you and like, you know, just watch stuff on YouTube that's not related to them and like actively avoid talk shows. <laughs> it's true. I will say, uh, so for me personally, like uh, when I think about a a show where there's a person staring into a camera 
that is is talking about current events. I can only think of one show off the top of my head that I really like. Is it like. Fresh from Parlance? It is Fresh from Parlance. You played to my punchline. But if I had to pick one that I wasn't in, yeah. um, it, I would choose like John Oliver's show. I would choose... Um, you mean last week with this? or Last week with John Oliver. Yeah. So, or last week tonight or whatever it's called. And um, Bill Maher, politi- uh, not politically, uh, Real Time with Bill Maher. I don't know that one at all. Um, that I love that show. It's like he brings out a panel of guests and they talk about stuff and it's humor mixed with politics. Um, I've I'm off the Daily Show. I've been off the Daily Show. I uh, I'm and since Colbert is gone, I've not that Larry Wilmore or whatever the, the oh guy yeah who, yeah haven't, haven't watched it all. So Me really, I like, stopped watching uh, the Daily Show like after like the Colbert Report was on for like a year and then like it just super overtook it and it was the only one that mattered. I agree. I agree with you. And I would occasionally, I would watch, I, and I would say before Colbert left, I watched the Colbert Report maybe 10 times as much as I watched The Daily Show. Yeah, me too. I, I like watched, I like watched every one for a while. Like I was pretty into The Colbert Report. It's a very good show. I mean, the thing is, is that the, with those daily shows, it, you know, it's a commitment unless, because you have to keep watching every day or whatever. Um, and that's what I think actually is really impressive about these. I know, um, yeah, doing like the production of it would be rough. And I kind of like seeing what they have to say about current events, though. But uh, yeah, you can watch that on YouTube or the website or whatever, too. But still, like, it's cool. I will say that sometimes um, I, will, I will see an event and I will write a joke about that in my mind, about what that punchline would be for that current event. Yeah. Occasionally, if I think of a really good one, and I happen to see that that is on, I will quickly watch the monologue to see if my version of the joke is funnier than their version of the joke. <laughs> Why well, you should just do those jokes here? I do do them here. I do I mean, do them here. Se- separated out, I guess. I'm not going to do, but I'm not going to do. Oh, hey, everybody, let me tell you, <laughs> Parlance, this is joke time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. I mean, we we still haven't done the graphics, but maybe we should just like hold up pieces of paper, like have like some. We could have like laminated. Oh, it's like that guy. Have you seen that guy um, who does those like music videos for, for like uh, sports teams or whatever? But he he like he sings along with a song with different lyrics, but then like he just has like a file thing and he holds up all of the like relevant like parts instead of video editing it. Oh, I see. I you see. know the guy that I'm talking about? I, I don't know the guy you're talking about, but I, I'm aware of the... Stuff for like the Sonics and the Seahawks and stuff. But I'm aware of the Bob Dylan um, uh, early video from, I think, the 60s where he he would, he would had the, the, the play cards or whatever the of all of the lyrics, and he would sing it, and he would just flip the lyrics every, with the song. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking That was like... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But like we should do that, like just have like cards ready. I guess that's it's easier than doing the actual graphics, but still effort. Also, we got we got a Tom tweet. He says clearly, Fresher is the vanguard of late night TV. Parlance seems to have missed the boat. Well, I mean, you know who cater? You know what late night people uh, <laughs> that cater to? Audiences as old as Tom Brew. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> 
It's like, hey, hey, Tom, what was on nightly news last night? (laughs) (laughs) He's on top of the breaking news, you know? I mean, that's, yeah. And frankly, I watch, I watch, uh, I watch, I watch nightly news occasionally. So I'm in the weird, I'm like the, the lone 30 year old, the person in the aged in the 30 bracket, 30 year old bracket that the 30 year old demographic that watches that show. So, um, I, I, I think it's time for debate time. I don't know if we have, do we have time or is it too late? I don't know. We're, it's, we're running late. What was the uh, debate? Should we, if you could be seven again. Oh, we just had the, we just debated about late night TV. Ah, uh, fine. All right. All right. Well, here's the thing, folks. Uh, if you, if you agree with me, then you're right. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, Put, let us know. Go on Facebook, yeah, Twitter. Like we haven't even explained what it is at all, but pre-debate, if you believe, if you agree with me, Fresher, you're clearly right. <laughs> with parlance, clearly you're mistaken. Right, so hashtag, hashtag clearly mistaken, hashtag clearly right, at Fresh and Par. Okay, so... Um, Double hashtag. Just two things before we get into the whole promo, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I would use a quick, a quick throw out. Just got to mention it. There was the Apple, um, the Apple convention, the Apple off earlier this week. But uh, they announced the new iPhones and they have the new big iPad 12 inches that has like a revolutionary keyboard cover that's flexible, exactly like the Surface that they touted as new technology. And also they do, uh, so the difference is pretty much they have 3D touch, which basically is when you press and hold and it makes it do things, which already existed on all phones always. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, they didn't really change the phone at all. They put a better camera on it. That's it. You forgot about one other thing, the Apple Pen. Oh, the Apple Pen. That's right. That was also for their new 12-inch iPad. I think the, that they're gonna try to phase out pretty uh, like Macs pretty much. I think that they're they're like Mac businesses. I don't know. I don't think they care about it. It's the, not the, future, cash cow. the future is now. A pen has been released by Apple. I know, you, and it costs like one hundred fifty dollars or something. It's a hundred. It's a retail price of ninety nine dollars unless there's some some sort of like upgrade to it. It's like, can you believe it? When you press down, it will know. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know. I thought that the Apple stuff, I thought it was a pretty dumb event. I mean, uh, like, yeah, I know it was dumb. Do uh, th- th- you know what the app, you know what, what was their Apple TV announcement? Anything? Oh, yeah, they did. They, so they have a new operating system called uh, TVOS, I think they called it. But so it's going to have like apps specifically for the, t- the Apple TV and stuff. And I don't know. It seems like they just redid the whole thing again, like for the third time. <clears throat> uh, this just in: Apple has released a TV with a screen. <laughs> it attaches to a screen. It, it it attaches to a screen. It's a big deal. And also, just in, they released the pen. <laughs> the keyboard thing was pretty funny. There was like a blog three years ago when uh, the Surface came out that like said like. Uh, 2015, Apple releases uh, um, a keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I mean, it will will this keyboard work with older models of the uh, the because I kind of want to keep back. I mean, you can just already get a Bluetooth keyboard for any of the i devices. Uh, let me. I, I'm, I I think we're just what we're getting at, and I think we're finally agreeing on something here. Apple's pretty lame. <laughs> I think they they've. Uh, I mean, like all phone, like they're not horrible phones or horrible devices. Like the devices are still super awesome. Like we're living in the future. They're not like bad at all. It's just like I feel like that their marketing and their like innovation is like pretty much gone at this point. <laughs> I mean, it only takes one product, and I will say I love my iPad. I use it all the time. Yeah, I'm saying they're still awesome. I mean, I, mean like, I have mine like right here with me. I don't even know why I have it here. It's not like I'm using it. I kept it with me. I don't know why. You, need it, you know, it's important. Yeah, but um, the uh, the but their innovation is is uh, it's like it's it's point zero six millimeters thinner. It's <laughs> it's it's one point eight times faster. 1.8 times faster. That is not a mark. That is that doesn't even seem impressive to me. One time, <laughs> 1.8 times faster. I know, right? It's dumb. It's pretty, it's pretty terrible. It's pretty anyway, terrible. That happens. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So b- back to like no innovation. Uh, we previously on previous on a previous episode of Fresher and Parlance we <laughs> talked about the bringing back of 90s uh, and 80s um, soft drinks sir um, oh yeah that's uh, right new, new york seltzer and clearly canadian well i just saw um, that they're bringing back surge Do you i love surge surge is, surge is coming back um, and i realize now did you ever watch futurama yeah it's I'm totally like um it's slurm. It's slurge. Totally, wait, wait, what is it? Slurm? Slurm. It's totally slurm. I never realized that sl- a surge and slurm were pretty much the exact same thing. Wait, but did Futurama come out after that? No, I think it was a pun on it, man. I think surge I think surge slurm was a, a pun on surge because surge was produced from 96 to 2003 and I know for a fact Futurama was not around in 96. That's true. It wasn't on at the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they look like exactly the same. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Actually, now I'm going to look to see what year it was in 99. So yeah, so it's definitely a pun on, on, on Surge. <laughs> um, and then additionally, Polaroid is coming back again. I feel like yeah. this is like... I mean, I think they're already gone. I mean, they already sold their brand. They had like Polaroid TVs and stuff like... I feel like they just have Polaroid everything because they sold their brand name to just put on Chinese stuff. So, well, Polaroid is back. Take photos with print inst- and print instantly without ink. I don't understand how that works. No ink. I could do a heat thing. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Whoa, that might be the first sneeze that we've had on the show. I know. It's because my dog is running around, like, doing stuff. Gross. <laughs> but uh maybe we should do the shout outs i just muted so you didn't have to hear another we don't have like a professional podcast we don't have a cough button or a sneeze button. <laughs> a cough button would the cough button just like make cough noises like to cover up our real cough noises that's exactly the cough noise that we should use <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. 
Um, so, folks, I don't know if you know this, but we're part of a larger podcast network, even though we're not a podcast. Um, we're technically a YouTube show. Technically guys. a YouTube show. But you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Yeah, we um, just added the TuneIn. We mentioned last week, too. But So and, tune in on TuneIn. And by the way, I, I, uh, on Wednesday when I came home from work, or no, not Wednesday, Tuesday, I said, Echo, or whatever, Alexa, please play Fresher and Parlands. And it sits there and it's spinning around and it's thinking. And uh, it's like, I'm sorry. I cannot find fresher in. <laughs> it didn't get it? No, it didn't get it. It didn't it's work. Probably because you said please. You just got to tell those robots what to do. However, if you have the Alexa app, you could totally load it up on there. So. Oh, is there an app that just you can do the same stuff? Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. I want to try that. Yeah, there's an app, and it's kind of funny because if it's connected, if your app is connected to the internet, and your internet is, and your Alexa is currently connected to the internet, you could technically play something while someone's at home. You could like hit play and, oh, freak, yeah. and freak them out. So, um, so folks, uh, just so you know, we are part of a larger uh, podcast network called the Soon to Be Named Network, or I don't know. There's some debate about this, but guess what? Soon to Be Named Network. We just bought the domain. Eat it. Yeah, so I mean yeah. that's the network I'm in, so they can be in it if they want. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, so uh, in this network we had the Long Box Heroes uh, podcast uh, with Joe and Todd. Oh gosh, I just broke his. Uh, Leonard and Todd. Of course, Leonard, our number one fan, now is going to be like, "Thanks for saying my real name, asshole." Um, Leonard and Todd. As a matter of fact, I listened to a bunch of After Dark episodes. That's like their blue, more blue, um, uh, like not about po- uh, comic they're books. Cast. Yes, they're blue cast essentially. And uh, I listened to that, and then I listened to the um, their their latest episode. That's where I learned about the the Korean Hulk. So um, they're they're doing a good job over there. They get they get like thousands of listens. Good for them. And they said that they said if they ever do a live show, we could open for them. That yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I like so, that because yeah, I think that would be cool. That would be cool. Though we probably would have to travel on our own time to get there. I would definitely. Do that. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty. I would. I would do it. I mean, I think it wouldn't go that well or whatever. I guess maybe I don't know, but it'd be funny to like see what it was like. Just sit in front of a bunch of people and like talk about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd we, be really into it if people were into it, but I wouldn't expect them to be. <laughs> you, you ever uh, go to a buffet, right? And uh, you just like you see all that food, and you just don't know what to do with it. And then you take that first bite of that chicken wing and or that mac and cheese, and you're like, you know what? This isn't that great. But I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna get seconds and thirds and fourths, and then you become totally comfortable with eating really shitty food, but a lot of it. Okay. I feel like that's what it'd be like to do a podcast in front of a lot of people. It'd be really awkward at first, but then you make that first joke and like one person laughs over there. You're like, you know what? I think I'll oh, yeah, yeah. and then someone and then you feed into it and then you totally buy into it and you're like, you get right into it. I think that's how it would work if we ever did a live show. I think so too, but I don't really relate it to the buffet one. Well, I just wanted to use a buffet reference because I'm hungry. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah. But so what are, what are these other fine uh, partners that we have? Oh, well, we have – it's funny you ask because I was just <laughs> about to tell them. Also, 
the Dad Distractions podcast can be found at BeALittleWeird.com. This is a podcast featuring Leonard from Longbox Heroes and Brian from the Prodigal Sons. Soon to be, I haven't mentioned them yet, but this is about dads being dads, being parents, and the foibles involved in that. <laughs> and then there's also the Prodigal Sons podcast. This is the this is the, the, the I would call what I would call the ugly redheaded stepsister of our network. Um, this is with Ian, Jared, Brian, and um, that uh, Adam. I got it. I got it. That other I guy. It was, uh, Andy. And, yeah, that other guy. And they could be found at prodigalsonspodcast.com. Last week it was only two out of the four. Um, they are approaching their two-year anniversary or something, I think. So I think they're going to How many episodes do they have? They have like a hundred and something. That's only two years? Well, if you think about it. if I mean, I, we're almost at two years, too, and we're not even close to 100. Uh, they've skipped less weeks than we have. Still, we've skipped less than 10. Um, well, they're at 100. So wait, how many weeks are in two years? 104. 104, okay. So they're not, a, yeah. They're close. I don't know exactly what number they're on, but they're close. They're like at 90-something. Okay, yeah. that sounds better. That's more believable. I was, I was getting. I'm, we're not even at hundred yet. That's like my goal. <laughs> Are you gonna quit after that? Am I gonna have to find a replacement? I don't think so. But I, it's still my goal with this okay. little project called Fresher and Parlance Show. <laughs> they just had. They just had episode ninety-seven. Oh, that is really close. Yeah. So we're on. This is seventy-four. Right? Yeah. 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 And we probably missed about 10 weeks, I would say. Give or take. I, yeah, I think that, that was my guess. Yeah. Give or take. That's what it said. That's my over under. Under um, over. So, uh, also on the network, this is a brand new show. This is uh, Puzzle Warriors 3. They've only done two episodes. It's about Marvel Puzzle Quest. I don't know any of the people on that except for Ian. But I do know that I'm in their alliance. All of these guys are in my alliance. In my in, in, the, game? in the game. So yeah. anyway, if you're into Marvel superheroes and you love popping bubbles, you should give it a <laughs> listen. Because if you match three bubbles, they pop, and then you get magic powers, and you can use those magic powers to kill the enemy. That and happens on the show? Uh, that's what they talk about on the show. I don't, frankly, haven't listened to the episode, an episode yet, so I can't act adequate, but it's only 30 minutes. I don't know what's holding me back. 30 minutes, that's not very long. I could probably yeah, put it. 30 minutes is in. We're going, we're going over this time. Yeah, we're going over. Oh, you know what I found out, um, on, uh, in the iTunes store or whatever, when you listen to podcasts, you can actually listen at one and a half times speed. Oh, really? You can speed it up? Yeah, like one and a half, and you can get through, obviously it's like a, it's like the new iPad. It's one point five times faster. <laughs> but it's crazy because if you have like an hour show, you get through it in like forty five minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And this you know, cool. and you can't like I tried listening to us. And the, I already have a really nasally high pitched voice, so it, it's just it sounds a little more nasally like this. So I'm talking pretty fast like this, but I can really I understand. How that's gonna sound. I could just talk really slow and then it will sound normal when they play it back. <laughs> <laughs> this 
episode of Fresh and Parlance is meant to be sta- uh, played at 1.5 speed because we will be talking like this for the entire episode. <laughs> I like. I think you moved your mouth more. I like that. <laughs> talking like this the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i think that does it oh no we forgot one podvocacy that's too with, many with we david just have like a quick rundown thing we, we should have cue cards yes uh, J- J- I, i'm gonna remember the names jason and david boom nailed it they're gonna be they're, i don't even know they're gonna have a plus they're gonna have a plus <laughs> that's all a, it should be jason and david nailed it boom <laughs> podvocacy.com eat that's it. it done I think that, we that just say the name for the site and then have people go to it instead of listing all of them separately. Yeah, but that that would be, require a site where they're all completely like listed out and you could go to. It's true. So anyway, that about does it for this week's episode of Fresher and Parlance. This is Parlance saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher saying later taters. <laughs> <laughs>